Trevor and Ben's Shite Size Chunks. So last Sunday, Ben, was our uh, last live show for a little bit. Hmm. Uh, so I thought what we'd do is we'd just change the format of this midweek podcast a little bit. You've done what? I've messed with it. People will be furious. Well, sometimes change is good. <laughs> I don't like change. Well, you're going to have to deal with it. Okay. So there's a slightly different feel to this, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Hmm. Well, you're sceptical. Yeah, we'll right. see. We'll see. <laughs> well, the first thing I want to talk about today is um, The Voice. What, the TV programme? No, no, the human voice. Oh, right, okay. And, and the way it's used. We, we talked uh, last week about the Olympics. Yes, we did. And I was watching a little bit of uh, the Olympics the other night, and it came to the uh, medal ceremony. And as they were doing the announcements for the athletes to get up onto their step on the podium, obviously there were lots of different translations. And then the last voice did the name check. And I just wondered why there's always a need to go... For example, the one I was watching was Laura Trott. Why couldn't they just say... Now, ladies and gentlemen, the gold winner, Laura Trott. Why, does it, why is there this need to go, Miss Laura Trott? Why is there a need to do that? I don't know. When do you think that started? I don't know. Mm, uh, it was it the X Factor? Oh, I think it probably goes way back. It might have been the, the American wrestling or boxing, surely. You know, let's get ready to rumble, all of that. Oh, it is a bit boxing. Yeah, it could be that. Um, you, you sure you weren't watching Olympic boxing? <laughs> no, no, it was definitely, the, it would been the cycling bit on. Mm. And it just made me think, why is it that there has to be a certain delivery for different things? So like the snooker, it's very hushed. Well, that's because they're trying to concentrate. You can't be screaming all over the snooker. Well, they're in a commentary box. Surely they're not going to hear them. Mm. I mean, you wouldn't want Murray Walker doing the snooker, would you? I don't know. I think it'll bring something new to it. Mm. And the red's in, the red's in, and it's followed by the pink. Yeah, I could that, see that working. That, there'd be a lot more missed shots, I think, if that was going on. I would. Like, it would make me watch snooker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, was, I got thinking about, as you know, I've, I've done adverts. I've made adverts for years. Yeah, and it got me thinking about that and the sort of voices that you have on that. So, like, if it's a if it's a horror film. You always have that voice. Mm-hmm. You always have that one. And then if it's like a teen comedy, it's always that. It's always high. Oh, yeah, she's kooky. Yep. You always get that. So, so why is it? Why can't we just all talk normally? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. I mean, you're in the industry. You tell me. Well, it's, it's, it's started to bother me. I've started to listen to all kinds of things and the sorts of things people say. I was listening to the radio the other day, and uh, I'm not having to go at a radio presenter for, for being cheesy, by the way, because it's easily done. We've all been there. But he was sort of doing this kind of cheesy voice, and he was playing a song um, called Private Number. Oh, God. And I can't remember who it's by now, but he went, uh, he went, Hey, guess what? Uh, I've got uh, Jamie Cullum's private number, and uh, I'm going to call him during the next song. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> okay, right. Take away the uh, take away the content of that, as poor as that is. Yeah. Why is he doing that voice? Why is he doing that? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Why can't? I mean, I think when we're on air, we just talk normally, don't we? Yeah. I mean, I try and use my normal voice as much as possible. I, I mean, I suppose you try and speak a bit more clearly than usual, but I suppose yeah, I'm quite a mumbler normally. Mm. I do hate the the puns 
I mean, I know I've been guilty of a few puns. <laughs> We've built a show on puns. But I mean, sincere puns. I know my puns are shit. <laughs> but, but, but like like you say, when the radio presenter's doing the whole private number yeah. thing, and he's saying, well, you know, that was private number there. Our number's not private. Give us a call. It's 0800. And you think, oh, don't do that, mate. Oh, it's good. I like that uh, one. Write that down. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I always think back to... Um, so like when I was a kid and I wanted to get into radio and I would sort of try and copy voices of people. I always thought DJs were American when I was a kid. Yeah. I did. I always thought DJs were American because I think there were about two or three. There was Dave, Dave Cash, Paul Gambaccini, and um, there was another famous American one. And my, that, that was all I ever heard. My dad would just have these presenters on. So I just thought, oh, if you're going to be a DJ, you've got to be American. Mm. So I used to try and um, I used to sit in my bedroom doing a radio show and do this very poor American accent, you know, with my little childish voice. Hey, everybody, here's a great tune. Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had a a weird selection of records, uh, stuff I'd picked up in jumble sales. So I had a theme tune that was an RAF marching band. (laughs) I've got to ask, are there any recordings of this radio show from your bedroom? There will be somewhere. (laughs) I would pay money to hear some of that. I think they are still at my parents' house in a black sack containing a whole load of cassettes. Labelled Trev shit. I've got a feeling <laughs> that that's never going to see the light of day. Or I'm certainly going to ensure he never sees the light of day. Oh. Trev and Ben. Now, one thing I'll miss is trawling through the week's news to find mm. funny headlines or funny stories for the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, the show will hopefully come back at some point. It will, at the some live point. Show. Um, but... I, I was really annoyed this week because we did our final show. It's done. We're on hiatus. We're on holiday for a couple of weeks. Who knows? On holiday? I haven't stopped working. <laughs> I, I can't believe you've downed tools. And all of a sudden, the headline comes out. Yeah. The headline I've been dreaming of <laughs> yeah. comes out. Angry German attacks car with giant sausage. Well, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> right, okay, well, you've got to tell me more. Basically, from what I've read, a guy was out with his son, and basically someone parked very inconsiderately right in front of him as he was trying to walk or something like that. Okay. And he took umbrage with this, and he got out his brat first, and that's all he had on him. He thought, I, I have to attack him somehow, and he left a one centimetre dent in this guy's BMW. What sort of sausage is this? It was a jumbo sausage. It was a, yeah, a big sausage, this guy. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, road rage is something that I think we've all experienced. Mm. And um, I suppose you would just go with whatever you got to hand. But I wouldn't waste a sausage. I mean, it's like a that. bit like, you know, it conjures up the images of Basil Fawlty, you know, thwacking mm. the mini with the branch or the very British thing, you know, you might twat somebody with an umbrella. Yes. But, but a German with a big sausage. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I think if... Uh, if I was to see a German with a big sausage, <laughs> mm. I would run. <laughs> I wouldn't get involved. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember once being in a car with my dad, and there was a road rage incident, and uh, I was quite young, and I just remember my dad saying, don't look. I was like, what? What's going on? And as we drove away, he said, oh, there was a bit of a fight going on behind us, and a bloke got a lead pipe out of the car. Ooh. Now, you see, I was terrified at the time, because I was only about seven or eight, and I'm thinking, oh, what if he saw us? What if, oh, I'm terrified. If my dad said, no, he 
out a big sausage. <laughs> I'm like, well, come on, let's go back. I'm hungry. Let's have a hot dog. I've got Ima- some beans. Imagine having to explain it to the mechanic as well. Yeah, you take it to the shop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a nasty one. How'd you do that? <laughs> you could shove it up the exhaust pipe. That would fit quite well, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Was it, what, what, I mean, what sort of sausage was it? Was they it just one said of those it was a, round? No, they just said it was a verst. A verst. Oh, yeah. there were all sorts of versts. I don't know. They didn't go into much detail, unfortunately. I wonder what the hardest sausage is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a, a battered one, I guess. A battered one, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, chorizos, if I had a chorizo sausage, they can be quite tough. Or oh, a good aged chorizo would make it a hell of a dent. That would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Or pe- uh, pepperoni. Mm. But is that a sausage? I think it's a sausage. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I reckon you could do some damage with a pepperoni. Yeah. I wouldn't want to waste that, though. That's a good sausage. Unfortunately, the budget sausages aren't going to do damage. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> the budget sausage, that's just going to flake in your hand, isn't yeah. it? You've got, and you've got to spend good money if you're going to start going around attacking vehicles with sausages. Yeah, an own brand Cumberland's not going to cut it, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> what other things would you want to see? I'd want to see uh, a Spanish person throwing a paella at a car. <laughs> yeah, uh, Italian with a pizza, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Italian Again, don't know how pizza. much damage you do with a pizza. but um, uh, A Jamaican with a bit of jerk chicken. Because <laughs> I reckon jerk chicken, that could do some damage. Yeah, Englishman with a curry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we are we delving into the racist now? So, are we just yeah. sort of doing... I think so. <laughs> I think that's the, those are the sort of headlines I like to see because I'm not interested in the big stories. Ben. No, I want to see stories about Germans hitting cars with sausages. <laughs> Seven Ben's shite size chunks. Talking of seeing headlines that make you think, I saw a headline on the uh, the BBC news website this week that made me. It just made me start. Um, got my mind going. And I don't know if you know this, but the um, the weather centre has been taken over by a new company. I did know that. Is it Meteo something or Meteo other? Meteo Group. That's it. Have, uh, have taken it on. And all the weather presenters we see on our television work for the weather centre. Mm-hmm. And the headline was, vast majority of BBC weather presenters will continue. And that just made me think, well, who won't? <laughs> so who does that, won't? Does that mean the new company's poached all the talent? Well, they work for them anyway. Oh, so the BBC supplies the weather people, but the Meteo Group supply the weather. No, I think I think the weather presenters don't actually work for the BBC. They're employees of the um, what was the meteorological centre is now Meteo Group. When I say supply the weather, I, 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 ultimately, I suppose God supplies the weather. They supply the weather news, well, and the nature, BBC supply I mean, you know, the weather men. Bring God into it. <laughs> well, yeah, Mother Nature, <laughs> Mother Nature. So. I was thinking, who's going to go? Because I love watching weather. What, on the telly or in the sky? No, I like I liked watching the weather only because it is the dullest bit of television. So you like watching the dullest bit of television? Only because I like to see how they try to liven it up. <laughs> so, I mean, when you get someone like Thomas Schaffernacker, who's always fucking up, isn't he? Who? Thomas Schaffernacker. What a great name. I know, yeah. And he's always messing up. He was the one who famously got caught giving uh, Simon McCoy the... the middle finger oh was that him that was him yeah right. and you think well is he gonna go because he's already been in trouble before he was already dropped once from tv mm. but then he's a bit of a sex symbol apparently is he yeah it's news to me so apparently that he's well liked so is he gonna go what about carol kirkwood you know far too many weather if you know one weather person's name that's too many that's too many to know well you see i grew up in an era i'd, I'd be interested to talk to a young person now <laughs> and ask them 
what they feel about the weather presenters. I know one name of a weather presenter. Who's that? Michael Fish. Michael, exactly, because that's what I was going to say, right? Because I grew up in an era where they were proper personalities. Michael <laughs> Fish, um, Ian McCaskill. But Michael Fish, no, what's the one thing he's famous for? Uh, for saying that it wasn't going to be a hurricane. And what happened? There was a hurricane. <laughs> famous for incompetence. That's not good enough. Well, yeah, but he was he always wore bright jumpers. He was a bit of a personality in McCaskill. He was just slightly mad. Ooh, hello, ooh. That's how he do. It was a bit like Ken Dodd. Then it was John Ketley. I mean there was a hit, there was a hit single about John Ketley. Was there? Yes, I've got it on vinyl. Oh. It's a shame we don't have a show to play it on anymore. I know. I think it, I can't remember the the band, but it uh, it went. John Ketley is a weatherman. John Ketley is a weatherman. Something like that. It went. Oh, and so is Quincy Willis, and so is Ian Murkaskill. <laughs> it was a great <laughs> song. <laughs> but so I, I enjoy watching the weather because I like to see how they try to sex it up because it is the dullest thing, and I don't understand anything about the weather. There's so much information they give you that I don't need. Mm. I, d- I don't know whether a high pressure means hot weather. No, I don't know what that means. They don't tell me. I don't need to know that. All I'm looking for is the temperature. That's all I want. I mean, they, they could reduce the weather down to a sentence that was put up on your screen, couldn't they? Dry 16. Yeah. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I'm not interested in whether there's a cold front coming in. I don't care that it's 40 degrees in Spain. I'm not there. No, I never know if these are real or not, but I've seen on the internet a few of these European weather things mm. with very busty women well they, sometimes even topless well there have been attempts to really sex up the weather there was uh, live tv years ago that did have topless uh, weather reporting i think here mm. uh, oh no it was the oh, no, it wasn't the topless uh, it was topless darts wasn't it but they had the little dwarf on a trampoline doing the weather <laughs> and he famously fell off on live TV and really badly broke his leg once. Oh, no. It's hilarious. <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, he was all right. Poor man. Well, no, he wasn't all right because he broke his leg really badly. But it was funny. So they've tried. There's been attempts to uh, to really liven up the weather. But do you remember a few years ago, the controversy when they redid the map? Because that's all you can do to make it a bit more sexy, isn't it? Mm. And uh, the, there was controversy because they, they invested all this money in the new map. And then Scotland got annoyed because they were a bit too small because <laughs> the angle of the map. So they had to change it now so that it, it, it follows it round so no country is smaller in perspective. Oh, get over it. Scotland do come across as the sort of grumpier of the nation, don't they, really? Just well, a bit. Well, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing, right, is um, I was thinking about weather coverage because here, as I say, it's very boring, really. Um, I mean, the only, th- the only interesting thing they do sometimes is they, whenever there's a, a hurricane or anything, they stick the weather person outside, don't they? Mm. I don't need Carol Kirkwood standing in a flood to tell me it's wet. <laughs> oh, that, oh, I've told you before, that drives me crazy. Unnecessary, isn't it? Yeah, war correspondents and weather people standing, you know, waist deep in a flood. Yeah. Say, yeah, it's very wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, no, no shit. <laughs> but I love it in America because they really try and make it exciting, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, they have some real character. You know, so here they sort of say, and now the weather. And then you go over and you've got, oh, where's the cold front coming in in America? Go, Here's Ted with the weather. Jesus Christ! 
Christ, there's a hurricane coming. This one's a real humdinger. Yeah. <laughs> they really try and make it exciting, don't they? It's not quite good enough unless he's blown off the screen at the end of the report. <laughs> yeah. I want to see more of that here. <laughs> I want to see more characters. So I, I, my message to this group taking over it, vast majority of the weathermen are going to stay, and women, but let's get rid of the boring ones and bring in some real characters. That's what I want to see. I want to see Bruce Forsyth doing the weather. He's not doing much these days. <laughs> no, he's not. I want to see him doing a little tap dance while he's telling us that's you know a low pressure coming in yeah or uh, who else who else would you like to see do the weather <laughs> springing that on me a little bit <laughs> what about joe pasquale would that just get very annoying joe pasquale mm. yeah i reckon he'd get quite annoying mm. he's got very high pitched voice he's just gonna be raining raining a lot is that how he talks that's quite close yeah rain. no i couldn't deal with that <laughs> no no i want to see michael fish come back I want to see Michael Fish come back and when there is a hurricane I want him going Jesus Christ <laughs> Trev and Ben and that's it for our chunk this week I hope you like the new format we don't know when we're going to be back on for the live show but hopefully very soon but you can still get in touch with us on Twitter at Trev and Ben and we'll be back with another podcast next week Trev and Ben's Shite Size Chunks <laughs>